and gentlemen, welcome to the Dune Heavy Podcast. I'm your host, Nathan McQueen. As always, I just want to thank you for listening. We're here for another episode. Welcome back to the Dune Hippie Podcast. We are back with episode number 12. Uh, this week we've got Colin Kramer. He's uh, out of Grand Rapids, somebody that has been a big supporter of the podcast for a long time. So uh, I've gone back and forth with him on social media a few times, and uh, he was coming up to Silver Lake for the day. So reached out to him and had him stop on by and uh, come on the podcast and uh, come on and uh, had a lot of fun with him. We had a lot of different, uh, pretty much Silver Lake uh, talk. So. He has a Jeep set up. We get into that. He gets around Michigan, a lot of other places as well. So thanks for listening as always, and here we are with another episode. We'll start. We got everything set up now. So we'll go ahead and introduce your name, kind of throw your Instagram handle out there. That's probably more and more people know you, and kind of what's your vehicle you're driving. Uh, name's Colin Kramer. My Instagram is West Michigan Jeeper. I drive a 2010 Jeep uh, Rubicon. Um, it's blue, a bunch of orange accents on it. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah, no, we don't have to get too crazy in it. We'll get into it more of, uh, so like the reason I kind of wanted to have you on is one, you've been a big supporter of the show ever since we kind of started. I've always noticed you, uh, liking and sharing the show. So I always appreciate that. And, uh, the next thing is then I've always been paying attention to yeah, your page and what you're doing. And the thing about what you have with the Jeep and, Something that I don't relate to with Michigan off-roading is like you're you're a seasonal off-roader. You're doing yeah. things year-round, all four seasons in Michigan. All the time. Me, uh, I'm a summer-only guy. I'm a fair weather, nice nice sunny day, perfect weather. I go to the dunes. Other than that, my truck is worthless in the snow. About yeah, no, we're uh, we we we're trying to go off-road and do stuff all year round. Um, makes it a little hard with just kind of like our hobbies, like in the fall, like we like to go hunting and in the winter, like lately we've gotten into snowmobiling and stuff like that. So, um, I think the winter time is probably one of the most fun times, but I think it's also a challenging time. Um, for us, I know Michigan has a lot of, um, kind of rules and regulations and stuff for, for wintertime off-roading and it's, not exactly cut and dry. There's a lot of, um, this person says this, this person says that. Okay. And, you know, you think this trail is okay for a little ways, then it's not. So, um, in the wintertime, we try to take somewhat of a break from it. Um, you know, the cool thing we found lately is like, uh, like Rocks and Valleys, Off Road Park, and even Turtle Ridge up in Drummond Island. Um, they're staying open in the wintertime now. And oh, okay. quite honestly, that's a lot more fun to go, to go to. So, you know, you can tear things up and have fun and you're not worried about, you know, ruining some public land and and um, making you know some people upset about it so that's something new we've been trying to do lately but um okay. yeah our our whole my whole goal with the jeep was just to um build something that can take on michigan all year round and have fun and then i want to be able to drive 75 on the way home you know one hand on the wheel so yep. that's kind of what we did so i mean yeah, the kind of weekend warrior full exactly. aspect and you know, Dunes is a part of that along with exactly like, so that was another reason having you on is talking about some of the parks. You said, what was both of them? I've heard of Rocks and Valleys, um, which Rocks is Rocks and Valleys is like in Harrison, um, okay, South yep. Road Park. And then there's, um, there's a couple, like Holly Oaks is a new one that's just, um, Southeast side. And there's like, um, the mounds and uh, there's one other one down there I've been to. I can't remember. 
And then there's Turtle Ridge up in um, Drummond Island. Mm-hmm. And then Twisted Trails, which is up like the northwest side of uh, the state. How do those uh, rate for you and kind of your Jeep? Setup. So kind of what's some of your setup that you're going to, because like you said, you're driving this thing. To, so you're driving it to the trails, you're wheeling, you're driving yep. it home. So yep. what's uh, for your kind of setup and uh, let people know what your setup is. And then like what kind of places are you having the most fun at for what reasons? All right. Um, so I've got a four-door Rubicon. I'm on 37s. I actually have bead locks on it. Um, factory lockers, front rear, 513 gears. Um I've done a bunch of other stuff to it. I can't even, I've got a list at home on uh, an Excel sheet that's kind of scary of the stuff I've, I've done to it, but it's fun. Um, uh, yeah, so we're, so I've got that. A lot of times when we go to the parks, um, sometimes I'll trailer it, sometimes I won't. I really enjoy the fact of driving it there, you know, beating on it and having fun and then driving it home. So that's kind of my, um, that's kind of our thing. So sometimes we'll trailer it, like we'll go to Drummond Island, sometimes we'll trailer it there because, um, it's a little uncomfortable for us to sit in the Jeep. Um, Kind yeah, of, what I'm is that? It's like a four. drive to go get up there. So you tow it how many hours? Like five hours, I want to say, or five or six hours, something yep. like that. So I'm six four, so I don't really fit in the Jeep really well. And it's just... Um, for a long road trip kind of For a long road trip, yeah. And it's nicer to be able to throw stuff in the truck. Yeah. But, um, but no, so that's kind of some of the specs on my Jeep. Um, You know, we do spend a lot of time at, at Rocks and Valleys, or that seems to be the go-to. That's the kind of the closer one. And so I've got a three-and-a-half-inch lift on that as well. And quite honestly, for anything in Michigan, you're going to encounter pretty much all man-made objects. There's not – Drummond Island is probably the only place you're going to find that's um, that's fun, it's challenging, and there's not as many man-made objects. I mean, if you go into um, Turtle Ridge Off-Road Park, there's some man-made stuff in there, but there's a lot of just natural stuff in there. But honestly, for Michigan, um, what I have out there is probably way overkill. Um, I can kind of be – I can kind of be the victim of – you know, forums and talking to people and stuff. You see on these forums, I mean, I'm sure you've had it with your truck and stuff where everyone says like, Hey, if you don't have, you know, chrome alley yeah. axle shafts, front and rear, like you're just going to break everything, you know? And so I get this, I have this issue where you read that kind of stuff and you kind of buy into it. And then, you know, you start thinking you need this, you need that. And you spend yep. the money on this stuff and come to find out, honestly, you know, you probably don't need half that stuff, you know, but it's just hard to think of what you do need and what you don't need. And our big thing, since we ch- we don't trailer it that often, is, yeah, I might be fine without, you know, chrome alley shafts in the rear, but I don't want to get to Drummond Island and snap one and go, well, how am I going to get home, you know, because there's, yep. there's nothing up there, nothing around there. I mean, we went to the UP one time. We had a um, parking brake explode in the rear drum. and Okay, yeah, it just nothing. messed up all the rear. Did it lock it up? It didn't lock it up. It just made was some dragging the whole awful, time and awful sounds <laughs> for a long time. And uh well there's nothing around. I mean we couldn't even get into a shop to even yep. you know take it apart. I think I at the time I think I had the tools, I didn't have a jack, but still I didn't and that was the thing I was I didn't even know what had happened, you know, but just up there, you know, you just there's not much around. Yeah, so. you're hours from home, and you know, and that's uh, yeah, I can relate a lot to that because it's you're you're coming from a world when you're getting into this of like you know what you want to do, and you you watch videos, you watch guys, you know the parts they have, and but yeah, then you're looking at budget, and you go, well, what do I really need? What do I? And then yeah, you have people on the internet telling you one thing. Yep. And, at the end of the day, it's you kind of got to pick what you can afford, do it, and you got to start doing it and learn and get your own experience, kind of yeah. building in your own brain and going, okay, those. I mean, you get to the point where you pick an axle and okay, I'm breaking these axle shafts. Yep. Maybe I do need to do something better here, or mm-hmm. you know, uh, the big thing like what I have with my truck is I still run all OEM components. Yeah. 
So I'm like, that's something building my truck. People told me it was never gonna, never gonna hold up. You're never gonna be able to do the things you want to do long term. You're gonna have to go to a two and a half inch race now. Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff. Yeah. I can still go to a Napa. Like I had a brake caliper lock up at Dirt Fest one year. Yep. Uh, just pulled it off the trailer and literally locked the front brake caliper up. Mm-hmm. I have no clue what happened, but we drove, there was a Napa 15 minutes away, drove there. I run single piston calipers off of a 83 quarter ton Chevy. And yeah, they had one in stock, a $5 core charge. I gave them mine and 15 bucks for the new caliper. There you go. And I bought a new set of brake pads for $6. Yeah, can't beat that. And then back to Dirt Fest, put it together. And exactly now, if I had some four piston, six piston, crazy aftermarket thing, I I was done. You're done for the weekend. Yep. Yeah. So that's our, that's our big thing is I, you know, so I, I have upgraded some stuff that maybe I haven't needed to or whatnot, but I mean, it's all for the fact of like, I want to be able to drive home and I want to be able to go there. I mean, and we're not, we're not babying this thing. I mean, um, Jeeps, you know, kind of get hated on here and there about being mall crawlers and stuff. And sure, you know, mine looks nice and clean and, you know, yeah, we do probably, you know, cross some malls with it and stuff like that sometimes. But, uh, but I mean, when we come here today, like that thing will be, that thing will be in first gear screaming up test hill and, you know, we're going to be, you know, we're going to have fun with it and we're going to beat on it today, you know, and so uh, what's, uh, let's get into some of that. What's the, what's a different day of like, yeah, coming over here to Silver Lake and going for a dune day versus going towards like a rock, you know, like a trail day or any of these types of things. It's, you know, it's got to be very different experience. You know, that's yeah. one of the things I don't have a lot of. I've uh, been with friends to some of these off-road parks, but I've yep. never, like, that's not my thing I've ever really gotten into. Yeah. So what's it like having, you know, I, I have a rig that's specifically built for, like, doing one thing fast. Yep. Like, whoops. Yeah. Well, I take my thing, that truck, to any of those parks. It's like, I'm not going to get through some of them sections. I'm two-wheel yeah. drive. and So what's it like, yeah, having something versatile where... You're probably going a lot more slow pace. Yeah, a lot more slow pace. I think it, I, like the parts are fun. Like I mean, you just can kind of have your. You can take your time. You can have fun. A little more technical um, driving type stuff. A little more technical driving type stuff, and it's a lot. It's a lot more fun. Like oh, we're just gonna go that way. We're gonna go that way. Like with Silver Lake, everything's just kind of planned out. Like like there's only so many things you can see and do. And mm-hmm. like for us, you know, we're not we're not flying out there. You know, we're we're moving fast. We're having fun, and we're you know bouncing off bump stops and stuff like that. But um at like the off-road park i mean you don't even we don't take a map we just wander oh what's that way what's that way and we just kind of wander trails yeah and next thing you know people are getting stuck and hung up and it's just a lot slower of a day it's just um it's kind of nice and usually in the trees you can kind of escape the sun and just kind of relax a little bit more you know whereas at silver lake it's um i kind of want to say it's like everyone's flying towards a four-way stop with the radio up and no one plans on stopping so like (laughs) You're just like you're that's just, not probably wrong. <laughs> yeah, you're just like on edge the whole time, and I love it. Like I, I like that feeling of being on edge. You know, and it's it's a fun it's a fun environment to be around. Yeah. But at the end of the day, like you get out of there, you kind of like, whew, you know, like all right, you know, like we we missed a few close ones today, <laughs> you know, but we had a lot of fun doing it, you know. And so it's uh, funny the perspective because uh, I've never really thought of it that way, oh, but yeah. it is true. Of like, I mean, it's it's because of the comfort level, and that's I try to keep myself as much as possible from trying to not be comfortable yep. in there because yeah. when you're comfortable that's yep. when st- you let your guard down and so i'm all exactly it's like there is this borderline little bit of riding on edge all the yeah. time with your nerves because you're i mean if if you're somebody that knows what you're doing if you're somebody that's like out there with your head just on a swivel and you're yep. just bobbleheading and looking around those are the people everyone knows those people but if you're someone that's going up there yeah you know that you're riding on this edge of yeah there's some responsibility you have of making sure you know what's around your vehicle, where, you know, can my vehicle stop in this distance? 
Like, that's all your responsibility. Oh, yeah. And yeah. when me being a person that's pushing speeds, yeah, I always carry a lot of weight on my shoulders of making sure, you know, some people have called me out of you're too close and this and that. And I would always beg the issue of like, I'm in full control and I, yep. I might have been 20 feet from you, but I could have gotten away if you darted into me. Yeah. So for years, we can't be like, I never rode anything fast or fun like that. It's just always like either on like my truck, my Jeep, my quad. And then, you know, you kind of get that perspective. You're like, man, that guy is just like out of control or too fast or whatever. But then when you actually ride in one and you, you strap yourself yep. into the five point harness, and you actually, I mean, just riding the back seat of like a, a long travel buggy, like you realize that like the slower they go, the harder it is to control sometimes. Yeah. And even when they're going at speeds, like it's pretty well controlled. Like it looks like chaos, but it's actually pretty well planned out and it's, and it's fine, honestly. So I think yep. a lot of people who have that perspective of people being out of control, they just looks out of control them, but they're not the one in there doing that. You know what I mean? I could agree. Cause I would, I would almost even say, I mean, I'm my experience. I started out on dirt bikes and like you can go fast on dirt bikes and quads, yep. but in a vehicle to go fast. Yeah. Back then it was like, man, these people are flying. And then, and especially back a few years ago when there was only a few trucks going, you know, the wrong travel rails have always been ripping and those yep. have always been kind of, you know, the Mecca of sand oh, yeah. dunes. And then the trucks have uh, really been picking up and taking over side by sides, all that. And yeah, you see how fast these things are now and now, and exactly it's, if you don't have the experience of it and you are looking at it, you, you do kind of, because it, you're relating your drive. It's like, well, my stock daily driver pickup can't do that. And if I did it, it would be so crazy out of control. How oh, yeah. is that possible? Yep. Yeah. You, your brain doesn't even get there until exactly like you said, you strap in. I mean, the, the, one of the best luxuries of, uh, having the truck and having a seat and is taking people for rides that have never experienced it. Oh yeah. And then just getting the feedback of just the mind blowing, uh, you know, it was just like, that was nothing I've ever thought I've watched, you know, I've had people that have, I've been coming to the dunes for 30 years and I've never been in a long travel anything and they get in my truck and then it's just like, Oh, I thought you, this hurt your back. And I thought this, yep. you know, all these things. And it's like, I wouldn't be doing this if yeah. I was getting hurt all the time. There's no, no way. It, it just looks violent, you know, almost when you're, when yep. you watch people go across it. And, it, and it's even kind of like a, a weird thing with your mind. Cause like even me, like I'll get into, um, like a, a buggy or something like that. And you just see this whoop coming up and like, I'll find myself like clenching my yeah. knees or like I'll like brace, you know, and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is going to hurt. Cause yeah, yeah, your brain goes to like, if my, if yeah. I was in my Jeep going this yeah. fast, we're going to bounce it. it. <laughs> yeah. And then you just see that tire like come up like right beside you and you're like, Oh my gosh, I didn't even feel it. You know, yep. and like you guys are like, Oh, like this is, this is fine. You know, so it's, it's a lot of fun for people like me to be able to get in, tell her vehicles and you know experience that kind of stuff it's more of maybe like that i mean it's I, I always describe it as like my truck i always tell people it's uh it's a roller coaster not on rails it's what yep. i mean you're getting those same types of g-forces those corners oh yeah but you're still getting the same smoothness out of it yep so where and i would describe it it's like if yeah if you strap into the seat of my truck and you got five points on it feels like you're at cedar point strapped oh, yeah. into a shoulder roller coaster and hang on yeah that's a lot of fun and um and I know, like, for us, I know, like, my Jeep is, is, it is a turd. It is not fast. I even struggle with, as built as it is and as fun as it is, I still struggle to climb test hill on that thing. It's, I don't even like it minutes. It's sad, but, uh, but, oh, uh, man, I'll climb. I'll try it. I'll try test hill until that transmission overheats. I'll just be that guy <laughs> stuck at the bottom. But with that 3.8, I think the number is given, like, two days ago on the pot, a couple of podcasts ago. I think it's like 190 horsepower. The thing oh, is just yeah. is is sad. Uh and I can't use four highs of a Rubicon or four lokes of a Rubicon, so I'm that guy out there just 
you know, screaming in first gear and I'm that guy hitting the whoops at the bottom, like just and you see him bouncing, yeah, because like I, it's the only way I have a chance of getting up there, you know. So. Man, I still love that's one of when I if I get out there and I'm running laps, the truck's getting hot. Oh, yeah. One of the spots I love going is to the top of test, yep. sit under my truck under the shade, oh, yeah. and yeah, I just wait for people coming through <laughs> full speed over that hill coming towards test, and then oh, yeah. yeah, it's like. There's always about three to five yep. pretty good size whoops at the bottom of that one. And yeah, oh. these people are, you just start looking, you're like, Oh, there's a, Oh, stock XJ over there. This guy is not lifting. Let's see what happens. <laughs> My favorite is the guy who comes or, or girl who comes from like the entrance on like an angle and they hit, you know, they're going across the dunes like sideways. And then they decide to like go up about like halfway down the hill. So like <laughs> yep. they've gone across like half of it sideways and they're. You know, then when you're hitting the whoops, then it's getting real sketchy, and yep. you'll see like the cooler start bouncing out of the back and stuff like oh, that. Yeah. Or the the tunnel cover is coming unclipped, and yeah, and I don't then, know how many coolers in my lifetime oh, I've seen blow the tops off over. Yeah, you so sit on top of test hill, and either the whoops after the whoops before people go through that oh, yeah. rear starts bouncing, and then yeah, there goes the cooler and all the pops. Yeah, everything's <laughs> going out, and they just sit there for a while, like oh my god, here, you know. And they're always sideways on the hill trying to back down. It's just. Oh. So I don't know. I just I, I enjoy watching that. It's probably one of our favorite places to, to stop and watch. Is probably you know right there on top or at the bottom there. And just yep. It's always people just get so excited, and, and I get it. You know, I I the first thing I want to do when I get in there too is yeah, just turn and put down first and go up and over. But uh, it's a lot of fun, and I think it's awesome how just the 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 like variety of vehicles you see out here. Yep. Whereas you know, like I see a lot of stuff on Instagram and stuff of people out like in Glamis and other places where. Man, you see a truck going up Angels Hills, you're like, it's just like an oddity. Whereas here, like, you know, there's way more daily drivers than there is. I think it's, it's, even though we have the smallest dunes out of all the dunes in the country to go to, I don't think the dunes I've been to, at least in experience, there's no variety that compares to Silver Lake. You can go even in the, now the middle of the week, it's generally more like side by sides, quad people, people ditching work and coming up. Ton of rentals. But you come on the weekend and, you know, people are so many mixed emotions on weekends and coming, but it's like, I love it. If you come to the weekend and you're just exactly, it's like, Hey, I don't have, yeah, the, the baddest thing out there, but we're going to have fun. Like you said, we're going to yeah. run what I got. We're going to have fun. And what? then there's those moments. There's so many spots you can take a break and then go, but yeah, we're going to take a break and then watch these yahoos over here. Oh, yeah. You know, the, the guys, I like the guys with those little old school V dub rails and the big <laughs> paddles. And yeah, they can pop the wheelie and oh, screw around. It's like, if there's one of those guys in there, I go, sweet. I'm going to take a break and, uh, enjoy this and let my truck cool down for a while. Oh yeah. Cause now I'm watching just, yeah, this guy out here ripping his stuff up. And that's part of the reason, I mean, that's, that's like a big, I mean, there's many reasons I come here, but that's a big one for us is we just like to watch and just to hang out. I mean, like yeah. today, I mean, we even brought like the beach chairs, like we plan on just kind of hanging out because I mean, it's going to be super hot today. And, and there's, there's so much money and cool rides up here that, I mean, I've, I've gone around sort of like on, you know, a couple hundred times at least, you know, so I've, I've done it all. I've seen all the hills and, but I mean, every time we come up here, there's always, you know, a new cool truck or buggy or side by side yeah. or something. That's fun to watch. And, and to me, like the fact that I can go over here, I can watch people jump. I can go over here, watch people drag race, or I can go over here and watch trucks try and climb this hill or that hill. And, or we can go sit at the beach and, and go for a swim if we want. I mean, that's, to me, that's the perfect thing about this. And, and honestly, I, I know a lot of people will complain about this or that on the weekends. I'm a big fan of it. I, I love the weekends. Um, we live close enough. We live like an hour, hour and 15 minutes away to where we actually do come up here after work. If it's a nice Wednesday night, we'll take the Jeep apart and we'll come, come up here on a Wednesday sunset. night, you know. Call for a sunset, we'll grab dinner, and we'll yeah. go home. 
But and and that's perfect. I I, I love that. That's that's awesome. But to me, like, it's fun because the dunes are open or empty. But it's almost like slightly boring because I think there's the same amount of rentals out there. But then there's it's just all it seems is rentals. And then there's a few people like on their vacations and stuff. Like, yep. You know, and it, it's cool. It so is I, crazy different of you know like. Fridays and Mondays, you get a lot of people that take yep. a long weekend, so it's a little different. But you go like a Tuesday to Thursday. Oh yeah, and it is, and that's where, like, I enjoy the weekends. Probably the same to where you are. But it's like when I go out on a Tuesday night with my wife at yep. eight thirty at night. You know, we'll go out at like eight, an hour okay. before closing, because that's all I need. Yeah, we'll rip ten super hot laps because it's dead. Mm-hmm. Yup, park on Sunset Hill, watch the sunset, and then drive the truck home. And it's like yeah. by the time Friday comes around, I've gotten my fill of. Yep beating on my truck doing it as safe as i can now the weekend comes and i still like to try to if there's a it's pretty much i go in the weekends i'm watching looking around and the moment i see clarity of like (laughs) oh man i got a half mile stretch i don't see anyone it's you know on and then but then same thing you come around a corner and then there's 20 people merging for the same lane and then you're shutting it back down you're like oh okay that was fun yeah to me i like i I look at the same thing like on a lake like people who live on a lake they know the same thing like on wednesday it's awesome they love it on saturday you know they might not get out there but to me like i like all the action i like having that fun and to me it's kind of challenging like like i said our jeep is slow but man whenever we you know go around we go that last cell and test we're going that hill man i'll push that jeep as hard as i can (laughs) hit those bumps you know and the side by sides and and people like you in your trucks and stuff like that will fly by us. And man, if I see someone come behind me, I'll punch that gas. Like I know that that whoop's coming, but I'm going to try as hard as I can to keep up and just. That is know, probably got to be do, the, you know? uh, the biggest, uh, like money loser for dude. <laughs> I don't know if women can relate to it, but I know probably every dude and stuff are like operating a vehicle. You get that. Cause it's like. You can be cruising. I don't know how many times I've told my wife, like, oh, the truck's getting a little warm. We're going to do a chill lap. And we're cruising, you know, second gear, <laughs> low RPM. And then, yup, I see in my review, someone saw me on a lap and they were catching up to me and they get oh, right yeah. on me. And I'm like, eh, it's not that hot. And then I'm just <laughs> back flooring on the gas and we're ripping again. And this is like, I, there's at the end of the day, yeah, it's like, uh, I could turn that off, I guess, yeah. if I had to, but it's just like, nah, that's, no, that's yeah. what you're in there for is those moments of like, Oh, yeah. oh, I can't let this guy that I completely don't even know <laughs> pass me. There's no way that this is going to happen. Even though we're oh. not, there's no racetrack. There's no. nothing going on. No. But all of a sudden, this person comes up next to you, and you're like, "We're racing. Let's yep. go." <laughs> and I know I will never, I will never keep up. I will never pass any of those people. But man, the one that gets me, I think that's a big one. But that's always really whooped out going down um the exit there. But the one that gets me is like when you're going like the north side of dunes, and you're getting ready to like go hit like the directional hills. Okay. Yeah. Man, you hit that that sweeping right hand corner. There's not. There's usually some chatter bumps, but they're not big enough to slow down. And man, I, I flow that every time Can I go rail through there. Through there so yep. I, every time I see someone come behind me, man, I get so excited. Like I just put down as hard as I can, just trying to go through there. And I, I really enjoy that, man. Like it gives me a little bit of a rush because it's, uh, yeah, it's good and bad because it's, it's gotten me in trouble out there before of like you get that crowd. I mean, it's, you can't deny if you're, at least I'm a person that can relate to that. It's like there's every bit of everyone wants to show off a little bit, no right. matter what you have. Even if you've got your $500 jalopy up there, Dude, you still want to show people this is the best $500 jalopy oh, yeah. that's up here and yeah. I'm going to run it through everything. And oh, you yeah. get, you get three people standing on a dune watching you. And yeah, you come with the bit, you become Hollywood's best stunt driver all of a sudden oh, yeah. and you're doing, Oh yeah, I can do that. Yep. And that's my favorite part about this too is, I mean, there's, there's the people, 
the people in the, the $500 XJ are having just as much fun in the people as, you know, in the maybe half a million dollar sand car or whatever they might be. You know, that's the cool thing about this place is that everyone, I think, has, you know, roughly the same amount of fun no matter what you're in. Like, there's yep. not, it's not like a thing where if, like, you're not in this or that, like, you're not going to have fun. Those people, I mean, I'm telling you, I, I want an XJ so bad. And <laughs> yeah. um, those people out there, man, they are just having so much fun with those things. And we, I, every time up here, I think... Man, like I would, I would almost sell this thing. Just go buy a couple junkers and just not even care, you know, not build them, not do anything to them. Just go up here, trailer them up here, and just you know that thing doesn't come home until it's it's broken. Or I am whatever, so on you know? that boat after the yeah. summer I've had with my truck, and exactly, it's you know I've talked on it just recently on the podcast of how exactly it's like, you, you know, don't forget where you come from. Of yeah, exactly, it's like I used to have a three hundred dollar truck that I bought. It was yep. an all wheel drive Raider. I had about four hundred dollars in my name. I spent three hundred on this Raider. It was, <laughs> it was the day after I graduated high school. I was, I pretty much woke up and I was like, "What am I gonna do all summer?" I was working at McDonald's, and I bought this thing. I got on Craigslist back when Craigslist was still a oh, thing, yeah. and found there, this. <laughs> Not like Marketplace. Oh, I can't stand the. Uh, oh, it's the it game changer. Is it still available? Oh. Let's go to Craigslist. Craigslist, the good old days. Yeah. Found this thing. Went down there and picked it up, and yeah, that whole summer, I don't think I spent more than $500 on that truck that yep. whole summer, and I came up here, I don't remember how many times, four or five times, and it was it, like looking back on it, now like during the time, it was stressful, because then I was oh, like, yeah. oh, I got like $50 <laughs> in my account, don't break today, yeah. like, yep. uh, you know. That's just fun part. That's yeah, fun part you're flying it, by you know? the seat of your pants, I was like oh, 19. Yeah. Well, now I'm in the same boat. I'm still breaking my stuff. Yep. But now I'm going, wow, that was expensive. That yep. was not $50. Oh, yeah. And now exactly, it's like, man, if I could get on Craigslist and find that Raider oh, yeah. for $300, I would buy it in a heartbeat. So I know we have like, uh, we have it's Silver Lake, it seems to be is like, um, all we have is invasions of everything, you know, yeah. Jeep invasion, whatever. And, and I always joke and I say this every year and I, I haven't done it, but maybe next year's a year, but I always say for like Jeep invasion, Instead of bringing my Jeep, I really just want to have like the Jeep Invasion 500 where we all just get gambler, you know, type of XJs, you know, instead of bringing our nice Jeeps, we all just buy just some old Cherokees or XJs or something like that and just go out Jeep there. Jeep week just, is insane. Do you insane. come up for Jeep weekend? Yeah, we come up every year for Jeep weekend okay. and it is just, it's crazy. I mean, the one year we sat on top of Test Hill, I'm going to forget this person, they could not make Test Hill. Like they tried probably five or six times and could not make it. And then one time, I don't know what they did. But they must have shifted or done something different, and they made it with like flying colors. And I tell you, they soared so far down the backside of Test Hill <laughs> and just lawn darted this thing right in the front, like almost went over. Like it was terrifying how oh, far past they went. And they went right in between. I mean, there was only one vehicle gap between us and our vehicle, and they just, I mean, just launched that thing. So then, and, yeah, um, so that, I guess that's the unfortunate bummer of oh, yeah. maybe not having experiences. They, and they were no they tried and tried and tried, and then all of a sudden they gave it too much yes. to yeah, overcompensate. And, yeah, that's the that's the part that's always, uh, it fades my mind of, like, just how out of control stuff can get oh, when, yeah, yeah you – because, I mean, yeah, that's, like – I mean, I still have it in my truck, uh, being two wheel drive and I got to hit that thing with speed and momentum to make it up it. Yep. And there's still times like I don't make it. Oh yeah. And like, I've had people in my truck with how much body roll it has and stuff. Like when I don't make it on test, like I stop, throw the thing in reverse and that thing goes from like squatted all the way back to squatted forward. Like you're moving like crazy in that thing. It feels like you're oh, ro yeah. going to roll while I'm backing down test hill. And like, I've had people freak out more about <laughs> stuff like that than like flying over stuff going oh, yeah. 70 where it's, 
like I just don't think about it, and I I've backed down Test Hill literally a thousand times in my life where it's like, oh, I've not made it up this hill a thousand times. So, like this is nothing yeah. new. That Raider literally never made it over Test Hill the whole time I owned it. Really? Try? Oh yeah. It was one of those things that I think four high didn't work. Yep. I don't know why. I never fixed it, but Ford low did. And I had I put 33s on it and saws all the fenders out with no there lift. And so it would only do about like 25 and four low. And so that's and it was like, nope, never had enough speed. I made it like five feet from the top. That was the best oh. I could ever do. Yeah, I had, had thorn birds on it too, so oh, that probably didn't help. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> the TSL thorn you birds. Know, some days it's nice out there and we can fly up and over like nothing. And then some days we're just that person doing that, like the back up and like turn around of shame. Yeah. Like I always, I always hate that when you have to do like the right hand turn off a test. Like, oh, we'll be back, you know, just later, you know, we'll find a better spot later, you know, like. It, well, oh, my one lap, feeling. my one lap this year, I blew my truck up at the bot in the dip in the whoops of. Test Hill. Oh, really? I had just come through there on the pipe. Oh. There's like a hundred people lined up there. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna look so cool. <laughs> pop, and then just blew up right at the bottom. And then I had oh. about hundred people on top and hundred people at the bottom watching me hook up with a strap and yep. pull it out of there. And yeah, you're just like the whole time, like, let's go, let's go, guys, let's get out of here. <laughs> We're done. I'm not gonna lie. That day on Instagram, I think I was I was at work or I'm sure I was at work or doing something. I remember I looked at all day because I could see you like doing like the progress of like built like putting it back together. Oh yeah, I did that in like two days. Back. I didn't sleep. Oh yeah, I watched the whole thing. I was like, oh my god, like, he's gonna get out there. You know, like, this is awesome. Like, I was oh. I was pumped for you, man. I was like rooting at work. I was like, yeah, man, look at that. He's got this thing back together, ready to go. And then like, yeah, you got your one laughing, but. I you explained like the feeling of you like hitting that you know hitting that turn going right and downshifting. I was like, oh man, I can just like I got yep. goosebumps. I could I, I could just could like visually like visualize that. I was like, man, I bet that'd be a lot of fun, you know? Like, see, and that's I mean, yeah, that is the thing. Like that one lap, it's uh, I've had a lot of even my friends are like, dude, how are you even still doing? Like a lot of my buddies are like, I'd given up a long time ago with this stuff, and it, I mean, it's. That truck has been nonstop breaking everything. I mean, so now with the motor, I've literally rebuilt that truck two to three times, you know, three trans, rear yeah. ends. All, it's like, it's all part of it. It's that, and that's my learning. Like I had, I had to learn what I need. Okay. That's not good enough. I need to do this now. Yeah. And now with the motor, that's the next thing. And like, they're, uh, they're like, man, like how pissed are you about? I had buddies and I'm just like, dude, honestly, like that thing ran. So good that one lap yep. because I put I mean I put so much effort in because I had like I had an exhaust leak that I had never fixed before like I had fixed all these little things to where yeah. like that truck was for that one lap it was the best that truck has ever been I had done some more tuning stuff that I hadn't tried yet this winter yep. in my shocks and I waited for my wife to get home I got it running like in the afternoon and I almost went to the dunes and then I was like you know what? I'll wait for my wife like she's yeah. really been a big part of this I'll wait for her. So yep, she comes home from work. We go out there, and we come over that one whoop tip section, like over Exit Hill. Yep. You pass Exit Hill and then heading towards the beach. That's like my, one of my favorite sections. It's oh, yeah. a lot of visibility. I can run the fence line, and no one's coming from that side, and I can get good visibility to the yep. right. So we're flying down there, and I was at the top of th- uh, the top of third at like sixty five hundred RPM through there, which on my truck is around like 95 yep so we're like doing 95 through there down through the flat and like there's nobody it was just me and my wife and yeah i held it all the way to the beach uh threw it in second seven grand around that corner huge fat drift oh yeah and just like all the way up the beach not a single person in sight yep and then i came around to test hill and that's like everybody was sitting at test hill we we ran one lap through there 
And then I dropped her off. I was like, man, this thing is running insane. Let's get a video. Dropped her off to get a video. I come around and go back to go through the hills, and then I blew it up. Yep. But I said, hey, can you go pick my wife up? She's uh, she's waiting to get a sweet video of my truck. <laughs> yeah. No, been there. That's, uh, that's tough, but, man. But, you'll be but exactly, better. it's that that moment. And the nice thing is, like, uh, I mean, my whole dune thing and experience, and I mean, probably the same with you, is sharing it with my wife. That's, yep. I spend the most time in the dunes with my wife. And, like, Definitely. she's a big part of that truck and it oh, yeah. being to where it is. So sharing that moment with her, it's like, yeah, we only got the one day this summer, but it was, like, yep. both of us. It was just a mutual thing where it was just, like, that was nuts. And she oh, yeah. kind of looked at me, she's like, because I've been telling her for the whole winter, I was like, dude, this thing's going to be fat. Like, <laughs> you don't even know. You don't even know what I did. It's going to be nuts. And then she kind of was like, this thing is fast. Wish you didn't blow it up, but. <laughs> yeah. You know, like you said, like, you know, you, you, you know, she's a big part of it. Like, um, my fiance Allison's a big part of us coming to the dunes too. And we always have like this tradition, usually every Friday, like we come up here for the weekend, like we have a thing where on Friday, like we get out of work and we try up here as fast as we can. We throw everything out of the Jeep. Um, so not, a lot of times we'll trailer if we're going for like the weekend just to have the truck to put all our stuff in, but we'll throw everything out of the Jeep. We'll set up tent as fast, you know, we'll set up our tent as fast as we can. And then, um, we jump in the Jeep and we go and we get pizza. That's our, like our favorite thing on Fridays. We'll get pizza and then we go into the dunes and we, you know, pick a spot on like the south side, kind of like up on top there. And, um, cause that's where, you know, everyone's ripping through, you know, having fun. Okay. Yeah. So we'll sit right there and we'll just, I mean, we'll spend, I don't think we'll do maybe like maybe two to three laps. And usually it's like when it's dark and the DNR is trying to get everyone out. You know, that's probably when we'll go around. But that's like our tradition every time is grab pizza or breadsticks, whatever. And we just hang out in the dunes and just that's like our way of like relaxing from, you know, the, the long week and just kind of getting ready for a weekend at Silver Lake. That's probably like one of my favorite things to do, honestly. It's just yep. sit there, hang out and just watch it. And that's else, the reality know? of what. Yeah, that's what's, you know, the. I know other dunes don't have stuff like that. Like, yeah. well, like that as simple of a thing as you said. Yeah. So you, now you've opened the debate. So what's your pizza of choice <laughs> when you come up here? What are you ordering? You know, I'm a big fan of everyone. So I'm first off, I think everyone should just, you know, support everyone in town, but man. Yeah. Try them all. Try They're them all, all good. Yes. They are all good and everyone's got something different, but we're a big fan of, uh, um, the golf course, the pizza there at Golden the, Sands. Uh, the Golden Sands. Those and those, um, Breadstick bite things, whatever they have oh, there. The bread. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what they call them. Bread bites. Bread bites, something like that. Dude, those things are, those things yeah, are awesome. Yeah, they're phenomenal. So, oh, yeah. So that's our, that's our, our go to usually. So as soon as we get done, like as soon as we start setting up tent, um, you know, we always call and order it, then go right there, pick it up, pick and, it up and head, and to, head the to the dunes. dunes. Yeah. See, and that's something that, that's where it's like my West Coast friends, like that's what Silver Lake is about. It's like that stuff right there of exactly. It's like, what do you do? It's all, there's so many, there are so many traditions you can do as oh, yeah. far as like, there's like five ice cream oh, yeah. places in town. So then, you know, and that's one of those things you meet people, hey, let's go get ice cream. And we've had a million times I've had people, not a million, a couple of times I've had people yeah. where it's like, oh, let's get ice cream. And like, we don't clarify where we're going to get ice cream. <laughs> and it's like, oh, I meet us there at eight. And then it's like, hey, where are you at? Oh, we're at this place. Yeah. Oh, oh, we'll walk over there. We're over at this place. I didn't even think about that yep. place and it there's because it's like oh well this is the place we always come yeah i do think that's kind of the cool thing it's just everyone's kind of got their own traditions when they come here but that like that's one of them for us so i like, that's something i always look forward to is doing that kind of stuff so yep. and, it's, and i mean you're here all weekend and it, like you said with it being small like you can you don't need to rip around all day friday all day saturday you know like you yep. can spend an it's afternoon that coming and going like yes. luxury that we have yeah, here of, i really like that yeah the town that's right here and exactly oh, this, yeah. it's 
I mean, it's it's a how it's how like for me, I was able to grow up with pretty much years of bringing my daily driver up here. Yep. And exactly like I was a big holiday weekend. Oh, yeah. I mean, up here in my daily driver, and it's like exactly like I'm here to watch. Like yep. I can't, you know, if I break my stuff, I'm spending my weekend fixing it because I got to be to work on Monday with this thing and. Like, yeah, it was very much more about I'm here to see the drag race and yeah. then I'm going to go to the beach and go swimming and then I'm going to go over to Test Hill and, yeah, sit on top. And yep. those things are – but those are things that I still do today even though I have a truck that can do that. Of You know, because it's still oh, it's yeah. like, oh, truck's hot. Well, what do I want to do? I'm going to go over to, like, Sunset Hill and sit if it's sunset time. If I want to watch – my favorite two places to watch are – the bottom of uh, like exit heading towards the beach yep. where the water and kind of the drag strip used to be. Yep. I like sitting in that corner because some people don't lift coming down through those whoops oh, too. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty fun. And then, yeah, up over like by Test Hill. Oh, those yeah. are like two spots where I'm usually, if I'm chilling and hanging out, I like to, yeah. because it's, when I think about it, it's like, well, that's what I was doing when I was 16. Yep. It was still doing that stuff. Yeah. So when I first started coming here, I had a quad. And I would do the same thing. I'd, I'd ride around, have fun. I had all the paddles and the nice front tires on it and stuff. But man, it's just so the it's just so choppy out there in that quad. Like you just beat yourself <laughs> quads up. anymore. Yeah, you just beat yourself up all day out there. You know, trying to ride around and man, just being so just hot and just beat up after the day. And like you're trying to watch and hang out. And so every time you do that, you know, you're just sitting in that quad and you're just getting even more hot. And I just remember thinking to myself, like I I probably came up here like five six times my quad and then one time it was just too busy on a holiday weekend i just i sh- like ratchet strapped that thing down like crazy in the back of my truck and i just drove around my truck the whole time didn't even get the quad out and i remember having so much fun in my truck and i was like man this is way better than my quad and i, and I think that was the last time i ever brought my quad here i was pretty over it after that I, I i think that stuff's fun but you make every hill and you just i don't know you just get beat up a lot more and it's a lot nicer especially if you want to sit and watch like you're not just sitting on a hot quad all day you know I definitely, I've only ridden a quad, I'm a, being a dirt biker, you know, and like, I look back on it when I was uh, like 19, 20 in that age. Yep. Yeah. I used to come up daily driver, drive to the beach, bury the rear tires, pull oh, yeah. the bike yeah, out yeah. and yeah, all day. Oh, yeah. Yep. All, yeah. It was just like, this <laughs> yeah. is the coolest thing I could yeah. do with the dunes. Yeah, it was like, the, yep. Put it into a drive, <laughs> drop it on the axle and everyone's looking at me like, yeah. man, this is sick. Yeah. That was uh, the cool thing to do back oh, yeah. in the day. Pull the bike out and then ride the bike all day. But. I was one of those cycles back then. I look at it as like holiday weekend. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is sick. I love dodging through people and swerving <laughs> around. But and it's just like. It's just like a massive game of chicken. That's the way I look yeah, at it. Yeah, when you're on something like that. And I remember, though, being at the beach, though, one day and riding my bike around. And uh, I needed to go to the bathroom. Yep. And I didn't know. I was like, oh, there was a buddy that had a quad. And I was like, hey, can I take your quad out? There's nowhere to set my bike up by the bathroom. out. This is when you still had to come out of the dunes of yeah. the parking lot to yep. go to the bathroom. So I hopped on that thing, and yeah, that quad going from the beach out to the exit into the bathroom, and then back to the entrance and back to the beach. I was like, dude, I feel like I've ridden my bike all day. Oh yeah. From after this quad of like, a bike is tremendously, and now this quad wasn't like yep. the top of the line, super, yeah, you know, best suspension things. There's probably better quads out there, but I just it's the yeah, oh, yeah. the it's truck ruts and the cross rutting from That's every thing, vehicle yeah. everywhere doing. That gyrating back and forth, yep. I was like, a dirt bike, you've you've only got one tire of tracks, yeah. and you don't notice it as much, I don't think, that side-to-side kind yep. of jolting. That's the get. biggest thing. Like, I even had a Raptor in it, and I had it. You know, I had nice suspension on it, and it still sucked. But, like, I grew up riding dirt bikes like, my whole life. 
but like I don't even know how to even describe this. But I I rode dirt bikes my whole life, but I just sucked at it. Like I don't even know. Like <laughs> like I don't know how that even happens. But like like where I grew up, we just rode dirt roads and we would just ride like from one friend's house to the next. And you know, a couple of friends would have like some bike tracks out back, and we would you know try and jump them. But like all my friends had like really nice like you know they had like brand new dirt bikes or like close to new dirt bikes. You know, and I always describe like they had like the radiators like up front. You know. Um, my dad got me this free dirt bike. It was like a 1978, like Yamaha IT125 or something like that. Okay, like, like in, like thin cool, no radiator thin thing. Thin cool, no radiator. And this thing had a metal gas tank. And I didn't even know this, but Yamaha was yellow back in the day. So, okay, I had yep. a yellow Yamaha dirt bike. And this thing was beat up. But man, I would take that thing, I'd ride it. All day, every day. This thing was two-stroke, oil-injected. I threw this thing for like 12 years and never once put oil in it. It just survived for 12 years without oil in it. <laughs> I had no idea. It, like, it had an oil injection, like a little container on it, and it just never went down. Just ever. never filled it. Yeah, so I don't know. Maybe I should spend money on oil. I think it's a joke, you know, just run that thing. But uh, but I would ride that thing, and I'd ride that thing all day and up down roads and stuff. So I think that's why. I mean, that's why I'm not good at it. But uh well, that's why I went to aquatics. I wanted to come up here and do that kind of stuff, but I just was so bad on dirt bike that I couldn't handle the sand, and I just never got used to riding sand or rode in sand, so I just never liked it. So that's why I always went to back to aquatics. Yeah. And like the first time we ever came up here, it was like um, it must have been like one of the first couple weekends, and um, a friend of mine. This was like probably like 2016, so I'm a little different than a lot of people. I think a lot of people grew up here. I didn't. Gr- I didn't grow up here. I always heard you know talk about it and stuff like that. Okay. So I didn't come up here till like 2016. Probably about that era. And, okay, so um, how old were you when you first came up then? So I would have been 16. Or, no, it was 2016, so I have been like 25, 26, somewhere in there. Okay. Um, and so... So, yeah, what was... I guess, yeah, describe some of that experience of coming up, because that's something I've talked about a little bit on here, of like, that's unrelated with me. Yep. For, yeah, like, I didn't... I've been coming up here, yeah, most of my life to where I don't know what it was like to be 20, in your 20s. Yeah. And exactly, like... Hey, that looks awesome, but I can tell, like, I know it's a thing of, it's, I don't want to say a fear, but it's, there's a certain heightened oh, nervousness it to it of going like, all right, there's some like people out there that really know what they're doing. Yeah. And now I'm stepping into this territory and you got to learn so much. Yeah. Um, for us, for me, it's really different because I had never been here. So, I mean, you get in the parking lot, like, it's so awesome how you see like um, Mount Baldy right there. I mean, just sand dunes and all you can hear people just ripping around. Yep. And it was a lot of fun, but we came, it must have been like the second week it was open or something like that, because it was cold. Like, I mean, I'm Carhartt, oh, okay. like yeah, Carhartt, yeah. bibs, Carhartt coat, and I'm in my quad, and it had been rough. I'm just getting beat up all winter long, and like, we went out there, and like, you could actually see snow in the dunes and stuff like yep. that. Yeah, that's and not then, like, people will always go, oh, opening day, and it's yeah. like, ah, opening day is yeah. very, really nice. <laughs> yeah, and then it was one th- what gets me on opening day is people will be like, well, it's going to be like 55 degrees, and it's like, well, you know the lake's like 36 degrees right now. Yeah, and, and that like, air, air like is a, blowing right yeah, off that water. It's like a 40-mile-an-hour wind, you know, like for <laughs> the first like couple months, you know, just blowing off that lake. And I remember sitting The dunes are of, still frozen a lot yeah. of places. Oh, yeah, I remember sitting on top of Test Hill and watching like an iceberg just float like down the shore. <laughs> Yeah. I remember just like freezing and the wind was blowing so hard, like my tires were getting drifted in. And I remember just watching this, this massive, like school bus size, like piece of ice just like floating down the shore. I was like, 
yeah, this is awesome, you know? <laughs> yeah, I don't know yeah. what it is about, I mean, it's Midwest people, but yeah, yeah. it's you give Midwest people in the springtime 40-degree weathers and oh, sunshine, yeah. and it's like summer. It is oh, yeah. on. It's like, let's go to the dunes. <laughs> well, that was like my first experience with it, and we were here most of the day, and man, we had we had an absolute blast, and um, it was it was very different, though, coming here for your first time. I think this is, I think it's getting better. I think Silver Lake is getting better, and like things like the Dune Report app and stuff like that are really helping people, I think, come here by themselves for the first time, but... I'm always a big fan of like my favorite thing to do is like show people the dunes for the first time. So like I'll have a couple of friends who like maybe have got a Jeep or got a truck or something. And they're I'm always big up. on like, yeah, hey, like let's go up on this day. Like I'll show you what to do, where to go, where to get your stuff, where to air down. Yep. Like I'll show you all that stuff and like I'll, I'll drive you around. Like I'll lead you around and we'll have fun and do that kind of stuff. So to me, that's, that's the thing. I think a big thing that happens up here is I think, uh, you know, a lot of people are, you know, getting that someone helping them out kind of thing. So yeah. and that's what happened to me the first time I had a, a friend who had dirt bike and I had a quad, you know, and that's how we then he brought came you here for the first time. Yeah. And then after that, I mean, I was, I was absolutely hooked. I mean, it was so much fun. Like to me, like I, I mean, I, this is the place where you can come and every time you leave, you're like, wow, that's the best trip I've ever had. Like even if yep. something bad happens, even if you don't do anything, like you still leave. I'm like, wow, that's like, the best trip I've ever had here. And like to me, like I get, like I get so just anxious and excited. Like half the time on like the way, like up the, the new entrance, since it's a lot smoother now, man, I'm like, flying up that thing you know i'm beeping the horn i'm i'm excited <laughs> All you know jazz, what i mean yep. like i'm so excited and like to me like my favorite thing is when I, I turn that hill i turn that corner going left and you come up over that hill and you just see like the lake you know kind of open up oh like, yeah that's, that's like a memory that like lives in my head every it's time it's like just, very movie-esque it's oh, like yeah. very it and exactly like what you just described the thing about silver lake is every single person that's been in the dunes you are forced to have that experience yep you go through the trail in the woods Cause that's the one way to get in. Oh yeah. And you're, you're supposed to go 15 mile an hour. So you're kind of on that no line. You're no passing. You're just putting along and you're just waiting. And then yeah, you hit that first little hill. You can floor it. You come over the top and exactly it's oh, yeah. I, my favorite is when I come over that top and you see like one of the, uh, barges out there. Oh yeah. And I literally, I'm like, Oh, how more yeah, perfect could this be? Perfect. There's the sun. There's this barge out on Lake Michigan that I can see that like, it's like that thing's probably five miles away, but you can see it. Oh yeah. And then it's just like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. This is gonna be sweet. Yeah, I that that feeling of going to entrance ramp, man. I I just get so excited, man. Yep. It's every time. I mean, I'm just. I mean, like we haven't been to the dunes today, but I'm sure when we go up there, they oh, yeah. all have the same feeling, you know. And so that to me is uh, that's a big, you know, big excitement for yep. me when we come up here. Well, that's what uh, with me living here, and that's uh, my personal friends that hit me. Uh, I think had a. When I moved here and chose to move here, I had a lot of doubt. I'm like, dude, you're going to burn yourself out. You're never going to, like, how do you go there? It's like, I, if I could afford it, I would be, able, I would keep my truck running good enough to go there every single day if I could. Yep. Like, and that's because it's, that's how strong that place is for me. Like, oh, yeah. exactly. It's when I'm driving in that entrance ramp, I still get kind of exactly some anxiety and some nervous jitters of like, <laughs> oh man, what's it going to be like today? Are we going to find like a cool jump or? Yep. Are you going to see something or, you know, there's so much that can oh, yeah. happen in your day, you know, and exactly like sometimes I go in there like, oh, this is going to be sweet. Or maybe the truck's not running that great. And I have a big issue with like sand and injectors. I've been finding okay. like, yep. I've been working on my fuel system trying to, with how much I'm out there. Yeah. I got like sand, I, I get this like that silico dust. Yep cakes up in my injectors and it's gotten to a point where i can like tell when i pretty much got to pull those out and clean them okay and i've had days where i like i'm like oh man this is gonna be great sunset's good and i drive out there and then the truck's not really performing and it's more of like 
oh, there's someone over there I know. I'm just going to go park and, like, chill, and we're going to have, like, a 30-minute conversation. Yep. And, like, and then it's just, like, and then I'm leaving, and I'm, like, you know, my truck didn't even, like, run that amazing, but it's, like, it still was, oh, I yeah. still went to the dunes. You still, you still got to see, you know, you still got to see everything. It's just, it's just awesome where it's being, and our big thing, like, um, you know, something we like to do, too, is we like to always, like, not every lap, but quite often, I'm a big fan of checking on that little center section, like, in, like, the woods down, like, in the oh, trees. Yeah. There's like that one water hole down in there. Like we always make sure, like we, you know, check that out. See what's going down in there, man. I don't know how many times you go down there and you see just some buried jeep or truck or something just windshield deep in water, and then there's people standing around. That's that's my big thing too. Like when you see that like like little semicircle of vehicles around something, like you always have to go check it out. Like that's we that always middle section is probably one of the most like underrated sections oh, yeah. for the fact that like. There's so many people that I talk to that meet, and yeah, maybe they only come here once or twice a year. They've yep. never even like been in there. I'm oh, really? like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You need, well, yeah, I don't really know what's in there. And <laughs> I've had one of my best memories in my truck, uh, when I had just built it. Uh, I had a buddy who's since passed away. So rest in peace, D Rock, but I brought him up and it was his first time up there. And so I had him in my truck and this was like the fur, the second year I had it built and I was yep. running it. And there's like, it was like middle of the week, so there's like nobody. I take him to that middle section. There's like a big puddle, oh, yeah. and there's these huge like bank, mm-hmm. like kind of sand berms. And I'm and I'm looking at it, and it's kind of like circle track ish shape. Yep. And I'm looking at, it, I was like, dude, I think we could like get flying around this thing. So I <laughs> pop in this little like groove, and yeah, we're ripping my truck around there. First gear, like seven grand. Like yep. we're not going fast. It's just spinning, throwing sand everywhere. Like we're half in the water, half on this bank. Like fun as can be. And oh, I yeah. peeled the tire off the front because I was turning so hard and pushing so hard. The tires were so low. Yep. We peeled the tire off, and we're in the middle of that section where literally nobody can see us. Oh, yeah. And then and we have no tools with us, yep. nothing like that. And, yeah, we're standing around. It's like literally across those trees, there's like 100 people. And, like, <laughs> well, we walk over there. We ended up changing that tire with two sticks. Really? I ended up finding two pieces of driftwood. We – uh dug a hole under my radius arm yep. and my beam, yep. stuck the sticks in the hole, yeah. and then we dug by hands a hole around my hub. Jeez. And we, uh, the tire, I had a spare tire, so yep. we took a spare tire off, and we took the tire, put it in the hole, put it back on, <laughs> and then we, and then I hopped in it and then just, yeah, backed it out. We had yep. to fill the hole in a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, changed the tire with two sticks. Oh, yeah. It was um, awesome. But one of those things where it was like, and now he's since passed away. Yep. And that's one of those things where it's like, that's one of my, most fondest favorite memories and it's doing something that like i shouldn't have been doing oh, with yeah. my truck yep. it was it's not like we were flying yeah we were going like five miles an hour it was working horribly we were yeah. laughing our ass off and yeah. then it resulted in like a two hour long fix in the middle where i was like i'm starting to get a little worried because nobody's drove through here in like two hours and if this stick operation doesn't work uh yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to be calling somebody to come oh, yeah. in here no that's perfect we we we're big fans of trying to help people out. And I yep. always, I'm a big fan of karma. And, uh, I, I, you know, I always try to help people out. And like last time we were here, we pulled an XJ out. I kind of, I almost have like a rule. Like I've tried to stop helping people with them because they never have bumpers. And like <laughs> I pulled this guy out one time who was over the bumper, like over the windshield, like in water, like it was so far oh, in the Jeep. And he hooked this thing up like in the worst way possible, like almost broke, you know, winch come flying towards me. So like I've always like trying to like, Hey, yeah, be careful, it is. You know, and like, if you are helping people, yeah, oh, yeah, make sure, make sure if you're helping people, you've got the knowledge yeah. that is needed to help. Yeah, and a lot of times those guys don't have bumpers or anything like yep. that. And then like, um, earlier this year we watched someone get stuck in that center hole, 
and they're pulling this out by the hitch, and everyone's standing like like five feet from oh, this yeah. vehicle, and the hitch broke on this thing, starts to break and like come back, and everyone you know freaks out and moves. So I've always been like kind of yep. nervous about. It. Like last time we were here, there was this kid waving to like the DNR officer with a tow strap in his hand. And I was like, I don't think the DNR officer's gonna help you, you know. So like I went over and helped him. We pulled him out, and he was uh, he was very thankful for that. So we're always doing that kind yep. of stuff, and like well, that's what's awesome about the community out there for the fact. I mean, I yeah, I've had. A number of people helped me and pulled my truck out oh, to yeah. the dunes, pull my truck off the dunes and all sorts of things. Unfortunately for me is I genuinely can't give that back my, <laughs> to people, right. but it's, I've had moments where, uh, even as simple, like to this point, I have a pretty hefty tool bag, electronic yep. stuff like that. And like, I've been around where just around people and someone's like working on something and I hear, Oh, anyone have a test light? And I'm like 10 trucks down, but I'm watching the drag I'm like, Oh, I got a test light in my bag. And, yeah. Yep, pop it out and I walk down there and it's just like, hey, here's a test light. And now all of a sudden I'm like 30 minutes into like oh, yeah. helping some person diagnose an electric problem. Then it's like, ah, it's this fuse. Hey, you got fuses? Yeah, I do. I'll go grab a fuse too. Let's, and then yeah. something's that simple. And cause exactly, it's like I said, it's like, especially on a day where it's like, man, my truck's not running that great or ah, it's way too busy in here to be running. Yep. Like that's what I'm looking for is oh, that, yeah. that exact thing to be like that interaction or, oh, what's this rig? I'm going to check out. I, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go, uh, this thing's been parked on the beach all day. I'm going to go like Google ooh and ah all over yeah. it. We had a time, like we tried to do that Friday night, you know, pizza on the dunes. And one night, one time we had this blazer, he broke a drive shaft, like right behind us. And I was like, all right, like I'll help you. You know, I tried to do the tow him out by myself. I've tried that so many times. And every time I get like halfway up, I get stuck. I'm like, ah, I don't know why I do this every time. <laughs> and, uh, I just think I can do it. You know, every time I'm like, I got this, you know, I can pull this guy out by myself. I never can. It's and, keep uh, it more broken. It's making more horsepower yeah, now. Yeah, and uh, and we helped him out like all night trying to get him out, or not all night, but we got him out. And then like same thing, you know, and just a bag of tools. I'm on my way in, and I'm, we're on like the entrance, like that hill. Where everyone gets stuck, and there's someone stuck, and he's just staring at me, and there's no one around. And I'm like, okay, you know, like I'll stop, you know. So now you know he's that guy that's stuck clogging the entrance, and now I'm like behind him, and he just needs to take his drive shaft off, so he needs like a socket, you know. Well, it was like one of those like endeavors. Yeah, it takes like thirty minutes. So for like thirty minutes, I'm that guy just waving at everyone, like, "Hey, yeah. I'm sorry, I'm like in your way. Like, I promise, you know, yeah. like I aired down, like I'm not stuck. You know, I'm just just trying to help this guy out. You yeah. know, and and that's one of those things. Like now, every Jeep invasion, I see this Jeep, I'm like, oh, hey, that's the Jeep I fish. You know, and we kind yeah. of give a wave, like, hey, what's up? You know, and yeah, and that's cool. exactly it. It's it's building those relationships that hold up for. I mean. For me, I think every person out there, it's like, you've been there enough. It's like, there's certain vehicles, like, yeah, you see them. You're like, oh, I remember when, you know, there's vehicles out there that I've never talked to the owner. I have yep. no clue who the owner is, but I know, like, all the progressions of that vehicle. Yeah. Like, oh, I remember last summer he didn't have th- that on it. Or, yep. oh, that sounds like he's got a turbo on that motor this summer. <laughs> like, like you're, you're so invested in, you oh, know, yeah. and that's kind of what this podcast is about is kind of, investing time and stories into like some of the people that you see on the dunes all the time definitely yeah that's me it's the same thing like through instagram like i don't know i don't know really anyone out there but i've seen like people build it and you know this was like this way this year and then they added this and you know i know so much about a lot of these vehicles just because of what i see and i I think that's really cool I, i really you know enjoy when i can see people build it and they put the you know the progress up there and they talk about it and that kind of stuff and i'm a big person i like to learn i like to learn yep. about stuff that i don't even know anything about you know or i don't even have a truck or anything cool like that but i enjoy learning about it that way you know just just that knowledge of having yeah that, you know, just, it all applies you know? and soaks in and it oh, just yeah. adds to that 
you know, the, the nice thing with the community is most of the people that I find up here and you run into are that same way. It's just at the end of the day, it's, you know, like it's that first moment, you know, exactly like when your buddy asked you, Hey, do you want to go to the dunes? You got a quad, let's go. Yeah. And you kind of make that decision of like, all right, that seems kind of scary, but yeah, that sounds cool. And then you, you do it, you go through the process and to the point you're just like, all right, I got to learn. There's so much I got to learn and oh, I'm, yeah. I'm hooked now. And exactly. It just transcends into every summer. You're trying to do a little bit more, a little bit more. Oh, well maybe I'll change. I mean, and that's where I'm at with my truck. It's constantly, you know, Oh, I could, you know, and like right now that's, you know, I don't have a motor together cause I'm kind of in a transition of like, trying to really think about the yep. power package. I'm trying to like, I'm trying to make that truck do a very specific thing yeah. for, cause I've gotten three years out of it and it hasn't, you know, it's still not at the level that I want it to be. So yeah. now I'm like, all right, it's, I'm kind of at that boat where it's like, but that's, it's like by no means am I saying it's not a bad truck. No. Like I could just yeah. keep it the way it is and Definitely. it's a lot of fun, yep. but I don't know. That's not who I am and that's not yeah. how most people work. It's like, Oh no, I want more. I need yeah. more. <laughs> See, we're at the point, like I'm at the point of my Jeep right now where like I've done so much to it and I've just tinkered on it so much and, and I enjoy it and I, I really enjoy doing that kind of stuff. Like I was up till 10, 11 o'clock last night out in the shop just Getting tinkering it on already. it. Yeah, just not even, not even doing really anything important, you know, just, just tinker with this, tinker with that. And I enjoy that kind of stuff, but like I'm at the point now where like I'm just trying to, just trying to enjoy it more and stop and doing the whole like, man, you know, I need this, or I need that. And like I have this thing where like when I'm out on the trails, and I'm doing something like you'll hear a squeak or you hear this or that. And like you're thinking in my head, I'm like, I'm making a list in my head. Like, man, when I get home, like I'm going to buy this or I'm going to do that or I'm going to fix that, you know? And it's like, it's just crazy how like the money and stuff just adds up to it, yeah. you know? And it just, it gets too much. And I've been trying to like really remind myself lately, like, Hey, like let's go out and enjoy this thing. Like, I think that's what I need to do more. I think that's what a lot of people need to do more. I think yeah, that a lot of people get wrapped up in like, Hey, if I don't have, you know, like this expensive lift or this expensive part or whatever, like, yep. Hey, I can't go out and do this or do that. And like, I've been a big, like, person of like trying to tell everyone, I know I'm probably a bad person because of my Jeep, the way it looks and everything, but I've been really big on telling everyone, like, Hey, just go out and enjoy it. Like, well, use it, enjoy it. And like, yeah. like nine times out of 10, you're not going to break anything and you're going to have the time of your life. But if you just sit back and you worry too much about spending the money on the parts and like, making yeah. it perfect to get out there like you're never going to get out there like you just need to get out there and do it so that's been our big thing lately it's been like hey let's just you know keep the way it is like let's try not to spend that money on that you know big crazy fancy part and like let's just enjoy it you know yeah absolutely i think uh yeah i think you're right in that it seems lately at least some of the crowd that i know of and i pay attention to especially more of like with the pre-runner like they're they get pricey parts get pricey and you oh, yeah. can you know i get hit up all all the time of like hey i want to do this for this much money and then you get somebody else i want to do this for this and it's so on opposite ends of the spectrum there's so many different things you can do and it's like well what are you going for and and exactly like at the end of the day my my whole thing is always is yeah use it like yeah exactly like um unfortunately i i know of a lot of people that yeah have trucks half built with a lot of really nice way more fancier parts than i have yep but i've got three seasons on my truck now and we started them at the same time yeah and it comes down to now i don't have a dash in my truck i don't have all the fancy luxuries i don't have air pumpers i don't have i don't have a lot of that cool nice stuff when it's in it's july yeah i'm like it's a sauna in that thing it is not comfortable but I'm in the dunes. Yep. And like for me, that's the trade off. I go, well, it's not sitting in my garage with a nice air pumper system that will keep you nice and cool in the summer or a oh, yeah. whole AC system. 
But I'm in the dunes using it and sweating my ass off and like, yeah, I, I can enjoy that part of it. And it's like, well, maybe someday I want to put an AC in that truck, but exactly like once I have the money, the time, like maybe I go through three, four seasons of suffering, sweating, and then I can appreciate it a little more when I can finally afford it. Definitely. Versus the route of like, well, I'm just going to leave it in the garage until it's exactly perfect how I want. Yeah. If I would have stuck to that model, yeah, my truck would still be getting built because exactly it's like i still have an interior i want to build i want ac there's all these things i want yep but yeah at the end of the day it's i don't need them to go to the dunes yeah and i think that's the big thing i see like a lot of people ask like on jeep page and stuff like what do i need to do this what do i need to do that yeah. and, like especially in michigan a lot of people like i mean I, when i had 35s on that in a three and a half inch lift i could have went anywhere and done mostly anything here i think yeah uh, a lot it's of like the pre-runner guys in. here wanting to go to like 40s. Like, oh, I got to have 40s. It's yeah. like, why? Why? Yeah, you don't really need that. What are you doing? Even it's when you go cool. west, I've been west and I've driven in the desert and yep. on race courses. And like, I didn't even blow a 35. Now, I wasn't doing 90 across. Yeah. I'm like the dudes that are racing. Yeah. But it was, for me, it was like, oh, it's the experience. I still went out west. I Definitely. still drove a race course. I did what my truck can do. Yep. And at the end of the day, it's just like, I mean, if you got the money, I'm not knocking yeah. on you if you got yeah. the money to yeah. do it. Yep, By all it. means, yeah, go, go for, for it. it. I don't have the money to exactly. run 40s yeah. for the parts it takes in my truck. It's like, hey, if you set up a pre-runner with 35s or under, it's a lot more affordable. and You oh, don't yeah. have to buy all those crazy parts. But, yeah, you go, yeah, I want a truck with 3.0 coils, 3.0 bypasses, and 40s. Well, you better work a lot and or make a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly. no other way around it. Yeah, and that's, and that's where I think, you know, like we've been – We've been pretty good about that, but I have a couple of friends who just, you know, I'm always like, man, you need some bigger tires, you need this or you need that. But then we go out and, you know, they do just fine. They have no problems. Yeah. And it's like, eh, I kind of feel bad about, you know, like. Try, yeah, trying to that, lose you know, sight. Like, yeah. I think uh, it's kind of that same thing that makes you, though, when you're out there, you get that little bit of peer pressure kind of from people around you. Like, oh, yeah. oh well, that, oh. especially when you see a, the exact vehicle you may have or yep. something, you go, oh, man, that guy has all the things I want. Yeah. You know, it, like you could definitely get some uh, envy and jealousy going out there, but it's more of, yeah, it's mindset. And maybe exactly like you said, it needs to be said more when you're going out there. Like if you're the guy that's getting, oh, well, I'm, that guy has everything I want and boot, like it more should be like, dude, that guy has everything I want. I should go talk to him yeah. and be like, yo, is it worth it? Like, yep. Like, I'm a person that I have stuff on my truck that I spent money on. I will tell you, like, don't oh, buy yeah. this. Like, it's cool. Yep. And yeah, it looks cool on Instagram. But I would not spend this much money on this thing. Yep. Like, I got duped kind of thing. Yeah. Where that's those things. Now, at the same time, it's like, it's not a bad product, but mm -hmm. it's just one of those things where it's just like, oh, uh, they really sold me on the soul, on yeah. the pitch. Like, I re they really made me think I needed this. Yep. And the reality is, is like, it hasn't changed my doing experience at all. No, yeah, I, I agree. And, and so then, in, with social media, there is a lot of that going on. Oh, yeah. So I think, I think the big thing for me, like with the Jeep and, and I, and I love this that I have on my Jeep, but I think looking back now, I think it was totally unneeded I, as far as I've been so far, but like getting bead locks, like for like me, like that was always like, yeah, I want bead locks, you know, like they look so cool. They'd be nice and you can run low pressure and stuff. But in reality, I mean, for like four or five years, we came out here and I'd run like eight PSI sometimes my tires at the dunes and yeah. we would do everything. And we never once had a tire problem. We go to off-road parks, never had a tire problem. Like, just never had a problem, yep. but you know, when you go to beadlocks, which I'm, I'm thankful I have them. I'm glad I have them. Like we went to the Badlands, and you know, when we start doing some some you know, tougher obstacles and stuff like that, I was actually getting to a point where I was actually using my beadlocks to actually 
kind of dig into the rock and help me get up and over something. And get biting on and it. So, and so I'm, I'm really glad I have him. And, you know, it's another, like, you know, hey, it's a daily driver. I want to be able to get home. So it's another way of, you know, ensuring that, you know, hey, we're going to get home. We're not going to pop a mm-hmm. tire, whatever. But that's, like, one of those things where, like, I think, like, Instagram and some other places like that where, like, hey, you need to have these. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're not, like, your Jeep isn't going to be cool or whatever, yep. you know, like, unless you have these, which I think I think happens a lot with a lot of people, you know. It's so, like, that's that's one thing on my Jeep I can think of where I'm like, hey, you know what? I probably could have done without that, you know? Yep. But at the same time, I didn't like the wheels I bought it with, so I wanted something different. So that's why I ended up going with. And again, I'm happy I have them, but I think there's a lot of things like that. So to me, like, it's kind of important to, like, show people that, tell people that, you know, and just let them know, like, hey, you know what? You don't need this, you know, or you do need this, or, you know, there's some things you definitely need. There's some things you definitely don't, you know? It just yep. depends on what you're going for. I think everyone's build's different and, and how they're going to use it's different and, and stuff like that, you know? Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, everything you said is what I think. That's good. Because, yeah, I think uh, it's right on point with, you know, like I said, a big part of doing this podcast for me and doing these stories, and I say it all the time, and I'm going to keep saying it, is exactly like the end of the day, we're all doing this to have fun. And, you know, even myself of like, I have lost sight of that at times, you know, and especially it was in the early years of me building a truck because I went from going to dunes all the time, always having a rig. Yeah. And I went the route of choosing like, all right, I have to sacrifice a, a big lifestyle change. Yep. I quit racing dirt bikes, sold everything I had, didn't go to the dunes with anything for years while I was building my truck. And then going through the process, like, man, like my truck's in another summer in the, in the shop. Like I'm not yeah. at the dunes. And I went three seasons not going to the dunes and having a rig and being back and going was like, man, I'm going backwards. Like yeah. what's going on? But then. I got it out there and I, now I've been able to like change my mindset and be like, okay. But at the same time, it was a long road and yep. I, a lot of people I see take that road and hopefully I didn't, I'm, I know a lot of people have messaged me like on Instagram of like, Hey man, I'm building a truck cause of your truck. And I try to, I definitely am not trying to like crush anyone's dreams, but I, I try to be as realistic with them as possible. And like, I'll get yeah. people asking me for advice and like, Hey, hey, yeah, I want your truck. What do I got to do? And it's just like, hey, this is what I did. And it's like this many hours a week. I mean, there was like a year where I worked 10 hours minimum. I made a rule where I was working 50 hours a week. And then I was like 10 hours a week minimum. If you're not putting 10 hours a week on this truck, like it's never going to get done. Yeah. And like that's the reality. And then even then there was six months where then I upped it to like 30 hours. Yep. To finish it. Cause it was just oh, yeah. like 10 hours is going to be another year yeah, at this that's, rate. And that's tough. Like I get a lot of people who too, like, like we did this thing. I, I won't get into like, the whole thing of it, but like I had an older Jeep and I was like, I want it to be, you know, this, but I was like, well, in order to get to that, like I've got to put in a lot of time, effort and money. So my biggest thing was like, well, I ended up selling it and bought the Jeep I have now. And the Jeep had like 33s wheels that had bumpers on it and stuff like that. And I was like, man, I like that. You don't like that's something I could buy and just kind of leave it as is. And I'm sure you know as well as everyone, you know, like you don't, you can never just leave. Yeah, it snowballs. Yeah, it just snowballs until, you know, now you see, I've literally sold everything that was on the Jeep besides like the aftermarket hood. Like I've literally sold everything that was on it. And now it's all changed over to everything. Yeah, it's all changed everything. So like I have a, like I'm always telling people like, hey, if you can find something that's like already like partially done, like get that, use it because nine times out of 10, you're going to, you can take that stuff off resell it, make your money back and then go buy something, yep. you know, else you want. So like I was able to like, you know, I was able to sell the bumper I didn't like and get that money and go buy a different used bumper. Yeah. That I put didn't it like. towards yeah, it. Yeah. So like you're kind of at like a wash. So like I'm always a big fan of telling people like, Hey, find something that's been, you know, it's been 
well taken care of and it's been, you know, I had people put some extras on it and, you know, get out and use it and just, you know, find out what you like, what you don't like yep. and that kind of stuff, you know, and, and the more people do that, I think the better it'll be. And I think the more people get out and do that kind of stuff, the more they support, you know, Michigan, the off-road scene, I think the better it'll be, you know, we'll start getting some more stuff and, you know, hopefully, yeah, definitely. Hopefully, you know, the, the dunes will keep going. We can, you know, like we all banded together this year and, and got, you know, the drag racing back of the dunes. You know, we see that with a lot of things. I think it, you know, if people were to all be able to stick together and do that kind of stuff and get out there and, and use their stuff and, you know, and be able to enjoy it, they'll kind of see that kind of stuff. And, you know, hopefully we can kind of work towards, yep. you know, keeping the off road in, in Michigan going, you know, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I think it's, yeah, it's the mindset of people. And I think, I mean, there's always going to have mindset. You got competitive people, you got non-competitive people. And like the whole thing, I mean, like with this podcast and is with uh, how I present myself at the dunes is I am a very competitive person, like internally, but uh, like that just goes back to like racing days and stuff like that. And like I said, like someone comes up in my rear and I'm like, I gotta, I gotta punch it. Like, you're not going to pass me through a whoop section. Like, I'm not going to allow that to happen. Yeah. Yep. But at the end of the day, it's like, but I still want to like, hopefully see that guy later oh, yeah. and talk and be like, dude, I saw you come up behind me. And I was like, no, like, it's not out of like, uh, oh, screw this guy. Like, there's no way I'm going to let him. And now I'm mad at that guy. Or even if he does, but like, yep. generally like, wow, holy crap. Someone blew my doors off. Like, I got to <laughs> check this thing out because I shouldn't have been able to allow that to happen. And like, it should, my more thing is like in a, I don't want to, you know, I'm always trying not to make a, yeah, like a, turn it into like a competitive kind of, like in a racing world, you kind of get like some rivals, like me racing. Like there's dudes that it was like, man, you'd link up on the track and it just never went well. Yeah. And it was like, it's this thing like, don't even know this guy, but we're at all the same races and it just, it builds a different type of animosity where that when you're doing this, like this is all hobby fun. Like there's no racing, there's no like, I mean, as far as like a sanctioned thing, mm-hmm. you're everyone out at the end of the day is having the same fun, doing the same thing. And yeah, you might be like two competitive people, but you should be able to like be down at the beach at the end of it too and be like, dude, that was sick. Like Definitely. we were flying, like flying through there. I've had numerous times of, uh, pretty much that exact situation running laps. Someone either gets behind me or I get behind someone. We're running. Both trucks are overheating, puking coolant, we're stopped somewhere, and then we're yeah, both laughing about like, dude, I should not have been like hitting that section that hard, but I saw you hit it, so then I did it. Yeah. And like that's that that's the stuff that really at the end of the day, because it's just like, well, this is why the hours I put into the shop and like it's it gets to that point, but if you are, yeah, starting out and you're the first, like understand that yeah this is like i've dedicated my whole life to those moments yeah to where but when i started it was yeah it was coming up here three four times a summer with my 300 dollars rig and praying nothing <laughs> broke on it you know but yeah, oh, yeah having the time of my life i still was having just as much fun yeah definitely so that's awesome i think uh we're over an hour here so we'll get this one wrapped up i had a lot of fun having you in here talking yeah, got a lot of silver lake story kind oh, of yeah. talk out there so Hope you guys enjoyed listening to this, and uh, thank you for stopping by. We'll have you give your name and kind of your uh, social media where people can check your Jeep out and uh, look through some of your posts and kind of see some of the stuff you're talking about. Um, my name's Colin Kramer. Um, Instagram is going to be West Michigan Jeeper, all one word. Um, I'm really on Instagram. So, uh, yeah, check it out. Let me know if you uh, have any questions about the Jeep or, you know, have anything cool going on in Michigan as far as dunes, trails, off-road parks, whatever, let me know. And uh, always down to go do something new. All right, cool. Thanks for stopping in, man. Had a lot of fun. Yeah, thanks.